Welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode four, Getting Bored Easily. Welcome back to the Managing Your Smart Mind podcast with me, Elsa Kramer, also known as Coach Kramer. Today, I'm going to talk about getting bored and more specifically, getting bored very easily. As I mentioned in episode one, this is actually one of the defining characteristics of people with smart minds. As soon as they figured something out, they're basically ready for the next thing. You may recognize this. You're incredibly excited to start a new project, job or subject. But once you figure out how it works, you quickly lose interest. Now, some people tend to perceive this as a bad thing, a character fault even. And I can't even begin to count the amount of people who have told me, you can't do that many different things in life. You have to make a choice and stick with it. Life isn't some sort of playground. That may be true for some people. That is better for them to make a choice and stick with it for the rest of their lives. But why make that a rule for all of us? What if life is some sort of playground? Some brains crave variety and constant challenges. Most smart minds do. I have to say, I've studied countless subjects. I've had dozens of jobs, and that has never been a problem until I decided to make it a problem. And I did for a while, because I actually bought into the story that other people were selling me, that I was somehow wrong for wanting to do so many different things, let alone actually doing them. Are you telling yourself the same story? Do you secretly or not so secretly believe that you are fickle, bad at follow through, unreliable, all the things? Then I would like to invite you to challenge those thoughts. I think you just have a smart mind, which means you're bored easily. Your brain constantly needs new problems to solve, new things to learn. It's always hungry for new challenges. Why on earth would that be a bad thing? It's actually totally neutral, depending on how you look at it and also how you manage it. Because granted, with a mismanaged smart mind, you could end up starting a million things and never finishing them and being massively frustrated and disappointed with yourself. But with a managed smart mind, you can, for example, Challenge the status quo. Make massive improvements to a process or product. Innovate by connecting things that to other humans have nothing to do with each other. You can be a change maker, an inventor, a thought leader. Because you get bored by what you already know. Now, 
this may not necessarily get you a standing ovation. People may not be very happy by the way your brain works. Because not everybody likes change. In fact, most people don't. But we all know it's an essential ingredient for long-term growth. Organizations need innovators. The world needs people who think differently, especially now. People who get bored quickly. So I want you to stop buying into the story that there's something wrong with you because you constantly want to learn or do new things. And if you have bought in, into this story, you may want to look at your life and work and ask yourself, do most people around you hate change? Because in that case, your natural state of being probably wants it well with them and they may try to change you, to slow you down, to sort of box you in. <laughs> And they may even mean well. They may even do it from love. But this is not the best for your type of brain. So if that is happening to you, here are a couple of options. First of all, you can listen to them and start feeling bad about yourself. You can try to suppress your need for change, for new things and inevitably end up in something like bore out or burnout. You can probably guess that this, this is not the option I recommend. What you can also do is simply not buy into their story. So listen to them, but keep doing what you're doing and maybe even find a way to make your being, your work less intimidating, less scary for them. And option three, you can decide that you may not be in the right environment for someone with a brain like yours. And you can start looking for a place where you can actually thrive. Now, as I said, number one, buying into a story, not the best way to go. It may work for a while. You may even feel good about yourself because you're somehow fitting in, right? But in the end, something's got to give. And that something will probably be you. The second option, not buying into a story and trying to meet people where they're at, understanding why they're scared and still remaining true to your authentic self, that can actually be an amazing new challenge in itself to keep your brain occupied for a while. And for a lot of my clients, this actually works out really well. They start working with me thinking, oh my God, this job, this organization is impossible. I can't, you know, I just can't. <laughs> I can't deal. And then when we look at what's going on and they learn ways and strategies to create safety for the people who work with them whilst at the same time creating space and autonomy so they can do amazing things where they are at, that actually works out pretty well for them. And it can be even better if you can find some like-brained allies within your organization. But for some people like me, it turns out that number three, finding different soil that nurtures your specific type of brain is the best option. And that may mean you know, looking for a new job, starting your own business. And it can also mean 
looking for a new circle of friends or maybe an extra circle of friends of like-minded people. Whichever it turns out to be for you, instead of beating yourself up for getting bored easily, start asking smart questions like these. How can I turn this into my superpower? How can I revel in my curiosity and creativity instead of pushing against it? How can I design my life and work so that my getting bored easily actually works for me rather than against me? And if you answer those questions, you are taking the first step towards designing a life that works with your amazing, beautiful brain. Now, if that's something you'd like to do and have some help with, let me know. Because together we can create the perfect owner's manual for your brain and redesign your life so that you can actually thrive. You can reach out to me via my website, coachkramer.org, or send me a message on LinkedIn for a free exploratory consult. And if there is a specific topic you'd love to see covered on this podcast or someone you'd love to see interviewed, please let me know on podcast at elsakramer.com. Last but not least, if you liked this episode, I would absolutely love for you to leave a review so more people can find the podcast and learn to manage their smart mind. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. smart human, probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.